0: the mess it up podcast where we take your mess and turn it into a message and now here's a bowtie guy hey people what is up we are here with show number 250 on the Mess It Up podcast. I'm here with my lovely wife, Beverly.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: And we hope that this will be uh, just as good as the rest of them and uh, as good as the runs that are going to come. So we're so happy that you would be joining us here for 250 shows. That's that's a lot of shows. Mm. That's a that's a quarter of a thousand.
1: It sure is. Yeah. It sure is. Yeah.
0: Uh, and so, and, and we're close enough. I can see my fifth anniversary show in the screen here. Ooh. We are, uh, that'll be show 263. Uh, so we are 13 shows away from five years wow. worth of doing this. That's, that's a lot of talking.
1: That's incredible. Well, yeah, that doesn't surprise me with yeah. you.
0: It's not necessarily a lot of talking for me, but it's still, it's a lot of listening. Well,
1: you have a lot of words. For you
0: people. I do. I, 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 you know, we've all got access to them. I just.
1: <laughs> I, you like to play with them. Yeah, I've,
0: I've, I've, checked them out and have not returned them in, in, uh, expedient manner to the library of words so anyhow thank you very much for being here for this make sure that you share this show with somebody uh, whether that's sending it out on a text or a group message or posting it on social media instagram or facebook or something like that just getting the word out for the show so that more people can tune in and listen is a great way to do this Uh, our, our next show that we should have well a show coming up in the future i'm hoping to record it tomorrow uh, for next week is a show from a person who found us on social media. And that's the only reason we can do that is if we're out there doing it. So um, please share and, and get people interested in the show so that we can have more people taking part and listening and being part of this community that we like to call mess it up.
1: Oftentimes, I was just I'm sorry to interrupt you, but oftentimes those are the my favorites. People yes. can just drop in, you know, because I just love to hear stories of people's lives. That,
0: you know, this person, I, I I was chatting with them online and I was like, hey, I should have you on the show. And they're like, well, let me send you my story. I've got a good story. I was like, I don't want to hear your story until we record it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't pre-screen them because everybody's got a story that someone needs right. to hear and it might be yours. So, right. hey, if you have not been on the show yet, shoot me a line uh, email me at bowtie guy at mess it up podcast or send me a text at seven six zero six zero eight one nine four two so that we can get your story on the show if you don't think your story is good enough you're wrong
1: That's everybody's
0: right. story is important to somebody and even if it's super bland and vanilla in your eyes in somebody else's eyes it's exactly what they needed to hear right then so the only way we can do that is if you share and are willing to sacrifice for yourself
1: and I I'm a firm believer that sometimes the person that needs to hear that out loud is the person sharing it because yep. I've had that experience. That is
0: a really, really strong point. I I think that you are correct in that because it there's something about hearing the words out loud that make them oftentimes more real or different or whatever. And you know, since the beginning of this show that has been a theme of ours is getting the stories out and and that kind of brings me to my word of the week which is inception and inception is it's the starting point of something it's the beginning it's it's where something starts to happen and so hopefully with the inception of a new year here you are able to start gathering new points now it is our second show of the year and i don't know how you want to do this i don't know if you want to keep track of your points <laughs> on a yearly basis like you know we just started a new mileage uh, log for the IRS for January you know for 2023 maybe you want to keep a running total I don't know it's up to you they're your bonus points to do with what you want but here's what you do to get bonus points you use the word of the week and it could be any of them in sentences and you get 10 points per so inception is a great way to begin your stuff if you haven't started collecting bonus points that would be awesome. Now, some of you longtime listeners, here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to figure out, if you've kept track, it would be so amazing, of your bonus points. And send me what you've got. I'd love to see who has the most bo- bonus points. And I will tell you this. Whoever sends in bonus points in the next week and the person with the most will win a Starbucks card. So, uh Tally up those bonus points. And I'm not the bonus point police. I, I've not been with you. So I don't know. Whatever you claim is what you claim. And just let me know how you're doing on bonus points. And somebody has the opportunity to get some Starbucks in this next week. So oh, we'd love to see you do I'm... it. You can email it to me, uh, your total Bowtie Guy at Mess It Up podcast. You can text me, 760 1942 Or you can post it on uh, uh, social media and use the hashtag messed up bonus points. I, wish I
1: I wish I knew that. that I should be keeping those. Man. Well, here's the
0: thing. My job <laughs> is to let people know <laughs> what's going on. but I can't, you know keep track of everything for everybody. So I, I've been giving them out and I've been letting people know you know to have them. So it's up to you. Hopefully somebody has had the gumption to keep track. I did have a kid keep track one time of bonus points in class and in their fifth grade year, they got somewhere in the neighborhood of like 20,000 bonus points uh, and wanted to spend them. And I was like, well, they're really not good for anything other than the fact that you got them. So, um, but now your bonus points are worth Starbucks for somebody. So take advantage, let me know, uh, send in those things. I'd love to hear how many bonus points people have gotten. So, do do you use the words of the week ever? I
1: try, but it's more like this because I'm not a person with a huge vocabulary. It's more like this I hear somebody say it and I think, oh, that was a word of the week a couple of weeks ago.
0: That's what happens with me. Sometimes that'll happen on the hot dog truck with Kimberly. She'll use one and I'll be like, oh, word of the week. And, uh, you know, it is fun when you're with another listener who understands word of the week and they can do that. So, uh, that's great and, and that's another reason why we need more listeners that way you can have more people out there in the wild doing it uh, i remember one time being on the freeway in la coming home from college and i was stuck in traffic on the 91 freeway heading west at night it was a friday uh, and no I, I it was it was sometime in the middle of the week but it was five o'clock and the five o'clock funnies were on on klos and i was laughing at something and i saw the guy in the car next to me laughing at the same time and we were you had this little moment where we were both listening to the same radio station i was like community right there so
1: Yeah, I I was going to say, I never really realized the importance of vocabulary. But I have two things to say about that. Number one, when I was in fifth and sixth grade, our uh, teacher had this clever idea of ordering in the Sunday newspaper from um, Miami, from Miami Herald. And we've got through in the circle words in the newspaper and we had to, you know, learn the meanings of those and use them in sentences. And I absolutely love that because I still remember learning the word satire From that, the other thing is, I know it's just essential to build vocabulary. It doesn't just happen on its own. So I know, as a first grade teacher, it was really important that we do that. So thank you for doing that.
0: You're welcome. It is honestly, literally, it's my pleasure. I get pleasure from it. Uh, So I'm I'm happy to be here for you guys. (laughs) So there you go. Inception is the word of the week. Uh, Real quick plug for our our giving. Uh, we just finished up looking at our uh, giving for the year. So we start sending out giving statements. So I, I connected with my new treasure for Messed Up Ministries. And we were realizing that Patreon is tricky. Because what Patreon does is they take a portion of it. But then they also um, apply sales tax to it. So... We are not getting the same amount of money from people. So you might give us $5 and another person might give us $5, but we're only getting like $4.64 from one person and $4.60 from another person because of the 8% the Patreon takes and then a sales tax based on where you live. And So it's very difficult for the, the bookkeeping end of it. So what I would like to encourage you to do, if you are a Patreon subscriber and you still want to be on that Patreon platform, that's fine. We, we can do that. Uh, But if you're not, I would like to encourage you to text the word mum to 760 walls ca to join our text to give family and our rebuilders. And there you go, somebody just texted me. Uh, That would be awesome if that was a text to give, but it's not. Um, So that we can um, get you on our text to give because the text to give is very, very easy. For us to keep track of it 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 is automatic it, it prints out the giving statements and we get all of it mm-hmm. um they don't they don't keep anything from it so it's 760-925-5722 which spells out walls ca which gets us into the walls of california prisons also helps rebuild the walls of the messed up ministries building in california so um, I'd really like to encourage people to do that. If you're a Patreon member and you want to switch it over, you can just go on to Patreon, cancel your Patreon subscription, and then move over to uh, the text to give Also, some of our Patreon people, I've noticed as we were going through and keeping the records, some of your cards have expired. And um, so we're not getting that donation anymore from you. So if you would like to continue donating, we're going to ask you to move over to the text to give if you would. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody who does it. It is really super uh, vital for our ministry to do it. it. It's how we are able to afford gas, uh, to go in and out of the prisons and do all of that kind of thing. And it's, none of it, you know, nothing comes free in America. And we put in for 2022, Nine thousand two hundred and fifty-five miles that Bev and yeah. I put in uh, for the ministry, and that was basically from August forward uh, that that happened. So we're really we we deeply appreciate yes um, your your gifts, and you make it so that we are able to do this. And so the more people who can give, the better it is, and. It doesn't have to be a massive gift. I mean, we have a few people who are giving $50 a month. Some are giving uh, $25 a month, but we've got a lot of givers who are just giving $5 a month. And everybody who gives adds up. It's, it's just more drops in the bucket and would love to have a bucket full of, of love from you people. So thank you very much for all of you who do it. And I think maybe it's time for me to move on with the show. I think so. Wow. Let's do it. That was, that was fast. She didn't even hesitate. She's like, uh, yeah please. So um, what I do when I have people on is I like to give them some options on what we're going to talk about. And today I gave Bev a few options and one of the things that stood out to her was something that I had heard in uh, church the other day. And we were talking about idols and the question was posed that if God shows an idol are you going to be willing to give it up? And I was like, ooh, I'm going to write that down because that's that's pretty good. And so I, I just want to spend some time talking about idols and then how we can give them up and if we're willing to give them up and and what all that means. So, Bev, when I throw that word idol out there to you, what kind of images pop into your mind?
1: Well, my first thought on idols is it's usually something that's connected to addiction. And mm. that that's where my brain goes. Okay. I know that's Recover not all <laughs> right. I know that's not always true, but um, in fact, it's been a long time since I really began. Let's not say it this way. Only recently have I understood that idols can be small things. They don't have to be big, huge monumental mm, things. That's
0: that's wow. That, that there's a lot in that statement because yeah. for me, idols, you know, the, the immediately knee jerk reaction you know, golden calf, a big thing mm-hmm. that people are worshiping and, and mm-hmm. big. is That was the first word I used to describe it. Big, something monumental, something
2: mm-hmm.
0: large or huge. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I remember, uh, and I've, I think I've referred to this on other podcasts, there was a sign in my classroom that says, what goes into a mind comes out in a life. And when I think about that little phrase, I realize that um, it can be anything.
2: Oh, it can be yes. it can be
1: anything to capture you, uh, and it could be for a split second, it could be for a lifetime, it could be for ten minutes, maybe five years. Um, I, I just yeah, it's a big word.
0: Yeah, and it, like I said, for me the um, the thing that pops up immediately on it is just that idea of. Of something large that's, you know, being worshipped, uh, and 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 that's I think is a, a key element with an idol, is that uh, it's being revered or, or worshipped in some way. I'm, I just did a quick look up here. This is from the Oxford Languages. It says an image or representation of a god used as an object of worship uh, is an idol. Um,
1: yeah, but for us to understand the meaning of that, and we'll probably talk about this later. Or a
0: person or thing that is greatly admired, loved, or revered.
1: Yeah, we yeah. have to know what worship means.
0: Yeah, well, and we don't um, we don't frown on idols. I mean, for a long time, one of the most popular shows on television was American Idol. And we have this idea of, of teen idols and movie idols and just these people that we hold up and, and some people will say hero. Some people say idol, but it's something that is being worshiped. And I think it's important to know that worship is something, if I'm worshiping one thing, I'm not worship. It's something I'm worshiping instead of God. Mm-hmm. God should be mm-hmm. that idol because if I'm putting the worship into this idol, this thing, I'm taking it, that devotion, that attention, that love and craving from God for whatever this other thing is.
1: Yeah. I think that the fine line becomes, it becomes really difficult to um, identify those idols when they are subtle. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they stay subtle forever or if they start out subtle and grow. I, I, I really don't, the jury's still out on that for me, whether you can have an idol for a short while and, then it kind of fades away, or if it just becomes bigger idols, or if it's like a cell, it just keeps on growing, growing, growing. I, and, I think you can have take all that it on that. other forms. Yeah. Yeah. but
0: you know, like in medicine, if if I walk in and I've you know shot myself in the hand with a nail gun, I walk into the emergency room. I can hold up my hand, and the emergency room attendant is like, "Okay, we've got a puncture wound in the hand for this guy." If I walk in and I've got internal bleeding from something. And and it's going to be a lot more difficult Mm -hmm. to discover that. It's going to take more work. It's going to take more effort. And sometimes we'll have these aches and pains, these little bothersome things, and I'll ignore them. Mm -hmm. My father had a bothersome thing where he was going to the bathroom more frequently, and he ignored it. And by the time he finally went... Found out that he had prostate cancer that had advanced quite far, and it was it was beyond repair, so to speak. the The options were much limited in what we could do at that point because it had been ignored. And I think that idols can be that way. They can start as a little thing that we ignore, we overlook, maybe. We, uh, I think
1: we justify.
0: That's the word, yeah. Justify. justify. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: make excuses for. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We show
0: either why it's okay that we have it, or how it doesn't hurt, or maybe how it's even a good thing.
1: And, and yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of Satan's really, really effective tools to use against us. That is that. Um, I also want to say, oh shoot, I had a thought. Let me think what it was. Oh, I know. Sometimes I feel like an idol would have a time frame like i'm allowed to think of this for five minutes but i won't allow myself to think of it for two hours you know what i mean Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. so like it's a temporary thing right it leaves a scar
0: and that goes back to what you said about recovery because that to me sounds like addiction sure that justification that i'm just doing it for now i know when i was in the midst of my addiction i would say okay i'm good if i if i broke the rules then I would just go off and break the rules for the rest of the day until I went to sleep. Then it was like a reset right. of the clock and then I had to be good again. But right. I had already messed up so I just might as well go for it. And that's we get that in, in recovery um, and addictive behaviors that that binge cycle. Because yes. it's like, well I've already messed up so well if I've messed up I might as well get make it a good one. Yeah, I don't want right. to mess up little. Yep. I want to mess up good and make sure yeah. it really counts. Uh, So, yeah. Well, I want to talk more about these uh, idols and and how we can identify them, but I want to take a little bit of a break here and throw it to our Song of the Week. So what we've got here is a song from Cody Carnes, and the song is called Ain't Nobody. So I'm going to give you about 90 seconds of it. We'll be back on the other side to discuss that song and talk more about idols, how we can identify them, how we can get rid of them, and how we can live without them. So here's Cody Carnes with Ain't Nobody. This is first time I heard Cody Carnes was with a guest that we had, uh, Brendan Allen brought a Cody Carnes song and uh, I have just really uh, appreciated Cody's music since then and this is a fantastic song that was suggested by Bev for the show so uh, Bev you get the first crack at it, tell me about your impression, take what's important about this song to you
1: Okay, so I know you heard this because they repeated a lot Uh, and that's the chorus, ain't nobody love me like Jesus, ain't nobody love me this good, and it goes on to say, and I know, I know nobody could, tell me who could give me this freedom, tell me who could get me this far, ain't nobody love me like Jesus, and I know, I know nobody could. Um, When I hear that chorus, it really does make me wonder, number one, why do I resist that love of Jesus sometimes, and I do it in the form of uh, criticizing myself, not forgiving myself, etc. But I really do wonder how in the world can people not know that a step in the direction of Jesus is going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. It's got to be good. It's just by, by definition, God is love, God is good. And um, I will take that every time, which I guess it leads to me being grateful, thankful that uh, I was raised in a family that showed me that way early so that I could walk in those steps all my life. Now, I am not saying I'm perfect, and I, there was a time, and there still are times that um, I get on the wrong path start wandering away, and God has to loving me, lovingly bring me back. But there is nobody that loves me like Jesus. And I, I look at you, Paul, and I think at how much you love me and how you show me that every day, every day, and, and really every moment that we're together throughout the day. And I think, okay, Paul does love me uh, undeservedly sometimes, but how much more does my Heavenly Father love me and he loved me even when I was not um, following him and uh, obeying him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and what stood out to me was in verse two, it says, and now I'm anointed to bring the news. And, and that's the thing that so frequently I think about is the timidity that people sometimes have towards their faith or about their faith that they don't want to offend or whatever. But if we get... Good news. We want to share it. We, yes. we post it on the internet. We go and tell people. If 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 I was in my you know secret lab in the house and I discovered a cure for cancer, I wouldn't keep it quiet. But I keep my faith quiet sometimes. But but we're I love the idea of being anointed uh, to do this because anointed is. A, 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 it's a cool word. I don't know if I've had it as a word of the week. Uh, if I haven't, I should. Uh, but anointed, it, it says um, that uh, it's you, you're you're ceremonially putting divinity or a holy office on something um, by rubbing it with oil, and and that we're we're chosen for that when we're anointed, and we are God's anointed to spread the good news of what's happened to us and what is happening to us and what can happen for other people. So so we need to do that. And yes, there's there's nobody who's going to love us the way Jesus loves us. No. Um, you know, you you love me so well and your mother loved me so well yeah. and our kids are, you know, Eleanor, I, I told my granddaughter we we're going to be coming to see her in a little while and she started jumping up and down and, <laughs> yeah, and screaming. Did. And but But that's not the way that... Um, that Jesus loves me. He loves me even better than that. So uh, pretty good, Uh, pretty cool. Really, really happy with that. Check out some Cody Carnes for you. So we were talking before the break about idols, and it seems to me one of the things that is important to do or to be able to do is to identify an idol. And my initial premise was if God shows me an idol, will I be able or willing to give it up? Now. God might show me an idol just by pointing out, but if I go and ask someone, it it reminds me of that world's most dangerous prayer, prayer, please, you know, God, please use me. God, show me the idols in my life. It's a nice thing for me to pray, but to really want that and accept that, it's a little bit like inviting accountability into my life. And when somebody calls me out, you know, I I like the pats on the back, but I don't necessarily like the kicks in the butt. Uh, So... You know, how how do you, or have you identified idols in your life, Bev? Uh,
1: can I go back a little bit? I, I'm going to
0: say yes, but be careful. There's a counter behind you.
1: Right. If by saying this, I forget the question. I heard you do that last week. Um, please <laughs> remind me again. Okay. Um, I was thinking as you were talking about the whole concept of idols, and my brain went back to the Ten Commandments, and... Um, I heard a pastor one time say, the Ten Commandments are so much more than just rules and regulations. And I I know that God is so much wiser than I am and has just a wealth of knowledge that I don't have. He's not always understandable because of his ability to know everything. Um, but if he can say, you should not have any idols before me he's saying that out of love he's saying that as a protection he's saying that as a i don't want you to get into trouble so let me tell you stay away from this it's like uh your mom or your dad saying don't touch the hot stove yeah because i know it caused you harm and so when i think that god put that much importance on it that he shared that and made that one of the 10 commandments I sure ought to be listening to that. Now, why do I not always? Because as I find out nearly every day in my life, I often still think I'm in charge of me. And uh, that dying to self is something that I I keep trying hard to do over and over and over and over. and I still haven't mastered it and I probably never will, but but I do think that when we um, say the psalm that says, search me, O God, and know my heart today, try me, um, you know, listen to my words, find out what's inside of me that I don't want to be there, empty me, uh, make sure that you show me what it is that's causing me harm. and causing a separation in the relationship that I have with you. But the more important thing is now that you showed me, I have to be committed to follow it, even if I don't like it. And usually that's tied to my pride. It's usually my pride.
0: Well, and that's the thing. It is our choice. We've asked, we've committed ourselves to follow. So we've submitted ourselves to his authority. So we're asking for that. And then when I get it, sometimes I just don't want it.
1: Yeah. And, and I (coughs) can, I can overthink it real easily, Paul. I don't know if this is going to make sense, but, um, and then maybe we can come back to the question that you initially asked me. I, I think that Oh, shoot. After all of that, now I completely forgot what I was going to say. Wait a minute. It'll come back. It'll come back. Do you have something else to say in the meantime while I'm You know what? I've about- always got stuff yeah, to say. Yeah, you do. So, it's you know, it's,
0: it's the way that, uh, that it works. Um, so... What I'm... Th- uh, she's I shaking her it. Head. She's got I it. She's it. got Sorry. it, folks.
1: Sorry. <laughs> she's back. And so, we're back. I think your question had something to do with how, how do we know or how are we aware of our idols? How do they come to us? That mm. kind of thing. Something along that line. Um, it, the reason why I said that they can be huge or it can be super subtle and super small is because there's a really tiny, fine line becoming... What do they say? So heavenly minded that we become no earthly good. Mm. If every time I turn on the TV, uh, there's a commercial. And if the commercial is showing more skin than what I, you know, I don't always walk out of the room. I don't, you know, I don't dwell on that. Or if somebody is smoking right by me and the smoke is in my face, um, am I kind about saying, uh, could you please you know, blow your smoke the other direction. I'm not saying, don't smoke around me. I don't do that. So there, there's little ways that idols can be, I'm saying this so poorly. Okay, let me say it this way. Idols can be so subtle that we think we're doing a good thing. And I'll use this example um, with our children, um, especially with our son, there are times that I get consumed by worry and just thoughts about him that may start out as a prayer. but before I know it, I'm I'm ruminating on that. I'm going over and over and over it in my head. Okay, does that mean he's an idol? He is coming before my connection with God. He is step, you know, he's not knowing yeah. it, but I'm allowing him to interrupt that, that loving, trusting relationship that I've got with God and already I'm off onto a worry cycle. You know, so that's why I say an idol can be something that sneaks up on us and we don't even, we've never thought about it before. And I, I think that we just have to be super, super careful.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that the sneaky ones are the most dangerous ones. Yeah. Um, if you guys uh, remember back in our first year, uh, the biker chick, she would say, you know she was okay with me and my uh, legal status because she knew who I was. She, she said it's the guy on the bus that she doesn't know right. why he's looking at her or, or, or what he's got planned or whatever. Those are the people that d- don't know, that don't make themselves known or announce it or acknowledge it that make it a lot more scary because we're not sure. Uh, and, and again, the, the the nail through the hand, that's easy to assess yes. and address because it's obvious. The sneaky ones are the ones that that might take longer to identify and then take longer to address and then take longer to
1: uh, heal? Well, for those of us that are codependent, uh, and I am one of those people, I was sitting in church yesterday and I was thinking, what keeps me from just like jumping up out of my chair and waving my hands in the air and running around the church and Yelling, you know, I love Jesus at the mm-hmm. top of my lungs. And I was thinking, okay, well, first of all, that's love disruptive. And I don't feel like God is telling me to do that. But what would keep me from that? And then I realized my codependency is a huge form of idol worship that um, I would often and have often put people above my expression of loving God. Like I don't think this would be comfortable for me to do this, or I don't think I should say this in this place because people would probably say, "Oh, you're so crazy." Jesus is not that, you know. Or challenge my my love for him mm-hmm. and my story. So, so there are many ways that codependency can be a form of idol worship, a worship of other people over, over what what God thinks. of Yeah, me.
0: and and I'm wondering if these. Uh, psychological and spiritual sinkholes where they intertwine with idolatry, where they're the same, where they're different, if they're the same, if they're different, it's, it's, it's an interesting point to ponder. So, so identifying can be tricky, uh, Mm -hmm. admittedly. Um, And maybe even if we're looking for them, it can be difficult to see because sometimes I'm looking for something because I think this is what it is. Uh, I, I cannot tell you how many times I've looked for an object that I've lost and I have looked somewhere, <laughs> but because I think it couldn't be here, right. I don't move everything out. And then Bev walks up right after like, hey, here it is, <laughs> because I, I was looking where I wanted it to be, not right. looking where it was. Right. And so I can look for idols that I want to see, but not look for the ones I don't want to see. How are you with getting rid of those idols or accepting that they need to be dealt with. How does that play out in your life, Pam?
1: Um When we were in the prison the other afternoon on the Saturday, uh, we were discussing in celebrate recovery, the purposes or the benefits of confessing to God, to someone I trust and to myself. And I know that God is the ultimate healer. Mm-hmm. And he says in the Bible that by doing that, we are healed. We become healed when we do that. So he knows something that I don't know, that by doing that, it would cause me to become healed, or at least be growing in that, in that area. Okay, so I think one of the best ways for me to... Either identify or help get rid of those idols is the very same thing. Talking to God, listening to God. Talking to someone I trust, listening to someone I trust. Talking to myself, listening to myself. Um, I I am ultra uh, self-evaluating. I I almost overdo it. I feel like sometimes I also forget that I've already gone over this territory and then go over it again and again and again. Um, But I think that doing that uh, 10th step where we look at, you know, look at our day and we make, um, do a daily inventory or whatever, I think that needs to be part of it. Ask God to show me, you know, where have I done a good job today? Where have I not done a good job? Because there might be something in there. Secondly, when he shows me something, I need to dig deeper. And maybe I need to get an accountability accountability (laughs) partner. Accountability partner. (laughs) Um, And maybe ask them to help me through that. But it's not going to work if I just hold on to it myself. I, I don't. I don't do very well with that and, right and then just trusting that god is faithful to forgive us for that if we have made an idol of something that's not him uh he's very faithful in forgiving us and then to really try to make a um a turn from that don't ever go back to that again turn yeah. away from that
0: yeah um, the verse was you were speaking that it uh, one of our verses for Celebrate Recovery, you know, Jeremiah 614, you can't heal a wound by saying it's not there. It's, it's, that's denial. That's pretending like it's not there. Sticking yeah. our head in the sand and just hoping that whatever's coming to get us runs by because they don't recognize our backside as much as they recognize our yeah, front side. Right. And that's just folly. It's, it's, it's ridiculous thinking. So, uh, you know, if, if we see the wound... If, if I, you know, if I go and check the oil in my car and I find out I need oil, I'm like, oh, well, it looks like I need oil. And I just keep on doing my stuff. That was a wasted check. We've got to do the maintenance and maintenance is easier and less expensive than repair. Yes. Um, Yes. Pretty much always because we're not replacing things. So doing that maintenance, checking, having accountability partners, having a contact with God through prayer, through meditation. These are things that are going to help us to identify these idols, and genuinely wanting to be better will make it easier for me to identify those idols and be willing to get rid of them once I see them. And sometimes those idols are, are fun. Sometimes yeah. those idols I like. Sometimes yeah. those idols I want in my life because I don't know how to survive without them. But just like addiction, when we when we identify it in that first step and realize you know we're out of control, you know. Sin is fun, but we need to get rid of it. And the addiction can be fun for a season, but we need to heal and be better and and move past it. So that's what we need to do with these idols as well.
1: I think one of the things that makes it really hard for me and maybe for other people as well, that is we live in a fallen world. And that world is full of excuses uh, and blame, um, where it has become fashionable to uh, look just turn your news on for a second which I'm thankful that we don't do but you'll just find uh, many people are making excuses for what they did or what somebody thought they did or just cover it up with something else or try to blame it on somebody our world is so full of that um, that it makes it sometimes seem like almost a hidden thing and like nobody's going to find out so mm. I can hold on to this idol because yep. uh, you yep. know, nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody's going to yeah, know it. Was and, crime. and it's not, it just really not hurt anybody, you mm-hmm. know, but once again, what's the purpose of an idol is to take our worship from our Lord. Yeah. Um, so yeah.
0: When I start justifying my actions, it's a good red flag that my actions might not be great if they need justification. Yeah. Then that means I'm looking for a reason to do something wrong most of the time, uh, so mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so um,
1: I would, you know, for my life, what I'm trying to do is ask God every day, talk to me, show me, and I will follow what you want to tell me. I am um, I'm going to continue working on my recovery. I'm going to listen to God's word, um, pray and do all of those things that are important to growing closer to him. And hopefully the idols will fall away as I become aware of them and commitment to him as a sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. And uh, I want to remind you about our uh, fun hashtag uh, this week, which is uh, to, you know, to go and use your, your, um, words of the week and, and, and let me know so it's hashtag messed up bonus points but somebody should win some Starbucks this week for collecting their bonus points uh, and listen maybe you haven't been keeping track of them for five years so go out there and start using the, the recent ones and just keep track maybe you're the only one who responds to right? this and you get it for having just 10 bonus points right. just using the word inception once maybe inception is the inception of your bonus points there you And go. you use it once you get the 10 points you get the the starbucks i don't know if you don't answer you definitely won't win right if you do answer you might win so so send that in also if you uh would love to help us out or maybe you don't want to love to but maybe you'd like to maybe you're willing <laughs> to help us out financially with the ministry Text the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA, which is 760 925 and you can become one of the rebuilders in the Nehemiah Project to help us rebuild the walls of the Messed Up Ministries building, as well as sending missionaries into the walls of the prisons in California. So we really, really appreciate all of our givers. We appreciate all of our listeners. Share the show. Join us on social media. Text me at 760-608-1942 or give me a call. and We can chop things up and talk about how you might have a great story for the show or maybe you know a person. I am in need of words of the week. I've got about four left. Uh, so I need people to send me words of the week, song of the week, suggestions as well. You can also email me at com. So there's all kinds of things you can do. We love the fact that you're here. We love the fact that you took time out of your day. Hopefully it was worth it to you. And hopefully this is the inception of a great year for you. So we'll see you next time.
1: We mess it up. And wouldn't it be cool if Daniel Webster was our guest on this podcast? Because then we could have so many words of the week. Amen